<laughs> we fuck. Eric. Uh, only the breadheads could uh, could see, you know, what goes into the behind the scenes of filming, you know, episode 145 of this uh, brilliant podcast we call Think Fresh. What is going on behind the scenes, Eric? Are you you scratching your nuts? What are you doing? I am. I do have a bit of an itch down there, Ty, but that's not what I'm referring to. Uh, I'm talking more about how we hype each other up uh, prior to the call. Ty and I always do a little warm-up session where mm-hmm. we, we, we connect for like five or so minutes just on like what's going on in our lives, crack mm-hmm. some jokes, say a few lewd comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get right into it and then we just hype each other up and it's literally like I'm about to go on stage at uh, Coachella or something. That's how I feel. Yeah, it's great actually. We get we get all the comments out that we would regret saying on air. We resync our chakras, yeah. and then it's go time, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we let out the bad demons. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got some demons I ain't even dealing with, but on this pod we deal with our demons. You know what I'm saying? We let it out prior to hitting the big red shiny record button, and mm-hmm. then after that, it's all it's all love, baby. I, and I would found encourage. It. <laughs> I would encourage our breadheads to also deal with their demons. Don't leave that shit unchecked, you know. Check your demons. Add them to the ch- group chat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, the GC. <laughs> Ty's been uh, <laughs> Ty's been ex- exclusively sipping from wine cups uh, all day today. Um, wine glasses. He's he had his coffee in it. I saw earlier. Now he's drinking a gin and tonic. Sorry to expose you. Yeah, you. Yeah, oh I'm yes, I do. It's, it's red hot. Mm. Um, is that a purple gin? Yeah, it's got a. Uh, you can see that on my on, Eric and I are on a video call right now. You can see that on the video. There's a purple tint to the gin that I'm drinking. The gin I be drinking. It's mm. really good. It's a. It's called an old growth gin. It's got like a cedar undertone. It's from a, a BC recreation destination Tofino. <laughs> Recreation destination is a great way to put it. I was literally just looking at um, potential flights to Tofino because you would never catch me on a on a ferry. Just just no. <laughs> um, I will never oh step foot on a ferry ever again. I've done it too many times. I'm done. I will. I won't do that. Ty. I will only fly from now on. And uh, I was realizing it's like the same price to fly to LA. What's up with that? Why yeah. Why would you just? Just go to LA. <laughs> I would, I'd rather just go to LA. Why the fuck are we like looking at flights to the Fino? Like, like there's nothing to to do there except for like sit in a overpriced Airbnb and like you know maybe soak up some Epsom salts in your in a hot tub. But that's about it. I mean, you can surf in Tofino or you can eat Mexican food at Taco Fino. But both those things you could do better in Los Angeles. Hmm. I only surf the web, Ty, and tacos are better in LA. That's that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so who knows? I might be going there <laughs> pretty cool. soon. I'm I'm already booking my trips for the summer there because mm-hmm. I, you, your boy's got to get out of town once in a while, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hit um, the swell. <laughs> hit the swell. Um, speaking yeah. of um, out of towners. We saw the, uh, I'm not a sports guy, really, except for, you know, a select few sports where I go very hard in. Um, but I did catch the hockey game 
last night tie. And mm. the out-of-towners Detroit beat home team one nothing. And uh, I couldn't help but think of you while I was sitting in my 12th row seat uh, club section tie. Um, because I spent $40 on two beers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's weird that you think of me when you think of overpaid for beers. Um, maybe that's maybe that's. <laughs> it's not weird at all. Know. You know, you know exactly why I think of you. One, Dude, because you, we host a, po- a podcast where that's like perfect, talk, like talking points. Yeah, and also, you're the type of guy to drive for forty minutes to visit a new brewery, quote unquote, um, that has like a like a sour blue apple like IPA that you want really want to try. Hell yeah, I will. So you're right. <laughs> the challenge with stadium beers, though, Eric, is that you get price gouged on, like, the shitty beer, you know? Like, you're getting, like, mm-hmm. lamestream ales for the price of mm-hmm. a hazy IPA at an artisanal establishment. And they have the audacity to serve it to you in a plastic cup. I love plastic cup beers. I think plastic cups make beers taste better. You know what I'm saying? Like, the I think the hierarchy is, like, frosted mug. Mm-hmm. Um, plastic cup, like frat house vibes, yep. and then like a stein, <laughs> yeah, and then can. It's like Travis Scott said it right when he was like, uh, "No, I do not beer. I I don't do beer cans. Fuck is this frat house?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a lo- lower lower in the pyramid for sure. That's the lowest form of beer consumption. Uh, that's speaking strictly vessels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think I fucked up because I tried to flex my. Uh, Van, Van City Postal Code and order a craft beer. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's where they especially gouge you for prices. Because so I think if you just go with the classic Bud, it probably would have been like half the price. Mm-hmm. I think so. You want to? You don't want to accidentally reveal that you're a, you have the palate of a craft beer lover at the stadium. They will price gouge you. Mm-hmm. And when, after you waited 30 minutes in line, um, you're, you're not going to argue. You're like, all right, Whatever it costs, like, I'm paying. Get me mm-hmm. out of here. Because <laughs> you'll do anything to just get that beer and get out of there. That's the Absolutely. trick. They make you wait in a really long line. They force it down. Your, 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 your hands are tied there. You got to get back to the show. You got to watch the, 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 what are they, the, the Detroit car guys versus the Vancouver Camp Nuts. Um, <laughs> and I, I heard that the, the Red Wings uh, beat Vancouver up last night. I'm sorry you had to watch a, a probably an abysmal show. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's going to get you through that is two to three craft beers in a plastic cup. Mm-hmm. Well, after 48 ounces of Stanley Park Pale Ale, <laughs> um, I did enjoy the show, Ty. It doesn't matter, you know, who won. I don't give a flank shit about the knuckleheads, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All I care about is watching this uh, shiny black puck skeet its way across the ice and go into mm-hmm. somebody's net. doesn't matter to me mm-hmm. who um and you know get to yell at some you know drunk dads and stuff like that mm-hmm. into me. yeah the hockey games are funny that way like i i don't have any loyalty to any team i don't honestly i don't even really like the concept of sport uh, i think <laughs> i think the notion not any, not any. <laughs> i i don't get me wrong i love competition i don't like when people make competition of a specific sport or any activity their whole life because it's like people have so much like 
creative energy in them you know people have so much ability to like do interesting things but instead they're like going to spend their whole life trying to like do the same thing over and over and over again until they're really really good at it i think that's such Mm -hmm. a waste of men like waste of human ingenuity to try to optimize their Mm -hmm. body for that i i think it's way Mm -hmm. more interesting someone that is like uh a chameleon of activities than like somebody that can like is the best like the best high jumper in the world that sounds terribly boring people like <laughs> like oh so what you can jump high and like you're really mm-hmm. good at it like i can jump too you're it's just not special to me but ty you're you hit the nail on the head when you said high jump because that's like one action that somebody playing a real sport would do uh and they have like many of these in their arsenal right mm-hmm. think of like like a basketball player for example you have to high jump every 10 10 seconds you got to do a high jump you also got to mm-hmm. run you got to dribble the basketball you got to shoot pass organize your team play defense etc really doing one action and just the fact that you can do it better than everyone else like like questionably better than everyone else i don't think everyone who's good at jumping is trying to be a high jumper because that's how boring it is it's so true you're probably not even the best in the world at it and you're doing like one thing it's like yeah if i jump forever like yeah i'll be good at it like so who cares that doesn't actually accomplish anything i mean it's no different if you're a b-baller it's like you can be a good or a great b-baller and it's like the, it's, you, the story's been well, told already so many times we've all we all know the story you either you play basketball we get it move <laughs> on <laughs> go well, go do something new you know interesting i mean at least we do know who the best basketball player in the world is um because they're getting paid the most mm. you know what i'm saying that's the only reason to be doing that to be great and to be paid a lot yeah Imagine and that's the only thing interesting about basketball players eric is because they give they're like they're new nouveau rich and they give their money to hedge fund managers that like don't really know that are like exploiting them and that that i think is interesting that is interesting um as well as like how many like Kardashians they have slept with. Like that's like also a good metric Mm -hmm, how great mm -hmm. a player is. Um, But Ty, imagine if Subway artists um, applied the same like, I guess, mentality to sandwich making. Like Mm. instead of hiring a different teenager to make your sandwich every six months, imagine hiring a career sandwich artist who is focused solely on making the best sandwich and is like actually like into improving their craft. Imagine how much mm-hmm. better that sound would, would taste. Instead there of like a some new guy who has to... Missing. There's, a, mm-hmm. no, there's no competition. You're so right, Eric. <laughs> I want I want the specs of my artist. I want a baseball card with my sandwich artist specs on it. Body <laughs> average. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I want to meet my sandwich artist before they, you know, are knuckles deep in my foot long. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I think that's like I guess that's like the beauty of sport though is that that the like air of competition encourages improvement and the sandwich artists they have no competitive like bone in them there's no, not not a single meat is competitive <laughs> so why would the sandwich artists improve what's incentivizing them to improve if you put them against each other though and you had like stats and it was in the public record it was, mm-hmm. If their stats were on the blockchain, then 
I think that would incentivize some competition from these artists. And we would see a miraculous improvement in the quality of our sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's impossible to argue against that. I think um, we need to publicize Subway's KPIs, you know, for mm-hmm. your sandwich artists. And we need some kind of feedback loop too. Don't make me type in some long URL that's like on the receipt in order to like say my sandwich artist is bad. Like, mm-hmm. give me some like uh, some way to instantly be like, boom, I like him or her. You know, they made my sandwich with love. I want to like go to them every time. For sure. And who knows? Maybe like, you know, big subway in Manhattan will draft a player from, you know, <laughs> little little Vancouver because they're so good. We're gonna we're gonna trade you for three of our shitty employees <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude get them on a flagship location mm-hmm. I, I think in order to do that we need like more stats on artists like the only stat i can think of right now is inches per minute but you don't always want to optimize for speed for example nope. like who is the best artist on earth at like spreadage of sauce or time like like perfect toasting time like you don't want to leave it in like it's still hot in there when the toaster finishes you want someone on that right away right like uh like who's the best meat slapper you know or like perfect at cutting the bread exactly in half for a six inch that type Mm -hmm. of precision is important so i want if i'm going to a flagship sandwich location i would expect every part of the sandwich making journey to have the best artist on staff for that situation and they've optimized their career around it i love this idea i think there should be a you know american idol style sandwich rewards show or award mm-hmm. show where you know people are competing to you know have the best presentation like why are there mm-hmm. some fucking cooking shows like baking like shows like british bake-off like all these like random ass like shows for like daytime like stay-at-home moms right mm-hmm, why mm-hmm. is there no sandwich crafting show where they're like graded on taste presentation time you know things like that packaging like a packaging mm-hmm. yeah i i don't know man i like <laughs> sandwiches is the oh uh, man it's the, <laughs> it's the foundation of american diets really <laughs> like the handheld mm. sandwiches both Humble, accessible, flavorful, mm-hmm. and yet it's swept under the rug. This whole hot cuisine movement is really—it's uh, total garbage. Like, yeah, like I want—I want you know people who are passionate about getting between buns to be on a TV show about getting between buns. You know what I mean? Mm. You got people on TV right now just trying to like bake a cake that looks like a like a castle on a cloud, like. I'm not going to eat that. I'm going <laughs> to eat a sandwich, you know? Yeah, I've never ordered a cake in my life. I've only ever ordered a slice. Dude, I've had like, I've eaten like seven cakes in my whole life. They don't, they don't cool. show up that often. No. No. Thousands of foot longs. So many foot longs. Um, Ty, what did you eat for lunch today? I'm really curious. Well, I had a bowl of soup. And then I was still hungry because soup is basically the meal equivalent of drinking water. So <laughs> I then I made a slice of fairy toast. Have you ever had fairy toast? Fairy. fairy. No. Is that uh, like just like gay toast or what? 
Uh, no, it's not. It's enjoyed by both gays and straights <laughs> and anyone in between. Um, basically what you do, this is an Australian treat. So shout out to the Aussies listening, the Aussie breadheads. <laughs> you take a piece of toast. Are you following? Mm-hmm. Yes. One piece of toast. One piece. I mean, two of your extra hungry. Two, two six inches. Uh, you give her a little scrape of butter. You sprinkle a little icing sugar on top. And then you add a dash of cinnamon on top. Very nice. Oh, that's actually quite nice. I like this. So it's a sweet, uh, sweet treat. It's a sweet treat. It really, like, hits late afternoon when... You're not, you're craving something that's kind of like a little bit savory and a little bit sweet, but you don't want to work too hard. I love this. Um, you know, my go-to uh, afternoon treat is oftentimes a bagel with mm-hmm. a, some kind of novelty cream cheese. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty hearty though, don't you say? Like a bagel is a pretty dense bread. It is. And it really is if you shop at like healthy grocery stores. I don't know what it is, but like Dempster's bagels, bro, like are so good. Like they're like fluffy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I buy a bagel at like Whole Foods, it's always like some dense bullshit. I'm like, Dude, it's crazy. Like Whole Foods bagels, they're all shriveled up. They're like an old man's penis wrapped in a ring. Dude, yeah. <laughs> they're it's always like so some, weird shape. Yeah, it's like the, you know, the grocery store clerk who was making six figures like he sat on it first and then put it on the <laughs> shelf it's like he's being he's being paid six figs by big whole foods to sit on the bagels oh yeah they have to like go through the ringer before they can make it on the shelf it doesn't make any sense but it's mm-hmm. kind of like almost like so disfigured that it's like by design it's like if margella made a bagel it would look like the whole foods bagel you know yeah and then you got the splat <laughs> the splat of cream cheese on it. <laughs> splat, splat. Uh, but mm-hmm. those downstairs, baby. <laughs> Woo! Fluffy as hell. They are some thick bagels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I've been, uh, you know, obviously I live where I live. And I, I shop, you know, at Whole Foods. And it just, like, pisses <laughs> me off. I live where I live. I shop where I shop. I eat where and I eat. And it just pisses me off, Ty. And, like, mm-hmm. like, you ever just, like, shop at, like, a, like, quote-unquote, like, good grocery store for a long time and then you just like visit like Safeway and you're just like fuck I actually like Safeway better <laughs> like, oh yeah better. <laughs> every, time, every time I visit I'm like why is it why was I on my high horse mm-hmm. fuck being on a high horse like it's fun for a while and then slowly like the curve is like steep enjoyment and then really quickly it starts to taper down like it's like wow like I'm spending too much oh man like I don't actually like these bagels oh man they don't have Coca-Cola here and it's just like keeps going downhill, <laughs> and then like you visit IGA and you're like, wow, like they have like the bullshit healthy stuff that I like, mm-hmm. like the novel healthy stuff. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get this like bone broth, and then they mm-hmm. also have like like frozen waffles, <laughs> like mm-hmm. normal shit. You know what I mean? That's like both worlds. IGA, I'm nominating IGA for the best grocery store. Wow, really? No, man. Uh, as far as Vancouver grocery show, store grocery shop chains go thrifties is where it's at and i will die on that hill wow i've never been to thrifties because i don't know if i have one near me sounds like a suburban thing that you might be into but i gotta say whole foods is i like the whole 
brand of it. I like being mm-hmm. seen at Whole Foods. I like parking, you know, the Hellcat in the underground at Whole Foods mm-hmm. and not paying for parking. Um, but I don't know, man. Sometimes I like leave. I leave there after I like, pay three hundred dollars, and I'm like, damn, this sucks. Like I actually literally will pay three hundred dollars like on a, on the regular there. Facts for sure. That's one whole. Mm-hmm. It's a min- it's like the min spend to like book a table at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. It's almost the VIP like, lounge. It's like if you know you're gonna hit the express checkout, that's when you go to Whole Foods. It's like fifteen mm-hmm. items or less. Yeah, because you walk out of there with a cool seventy dollar bill and you don't feel that bad mm-hmm. about yourself. Exactly. Yeah, some novelty like or like specialty juices, mm-hmm. coconut water, like banana chips, <laughs> and like like coconut oil, and then you're good. Yeah. What I what I do appreciate about Whole Foods though is it offers me the uh, products of your small like your small scale organic grocery, but then the aisle size of a big grocery store. Because nothing makes me more angry than being in like when, when you go to like under, yeah, you go to Bosa or you go IGA is infamous for this, Eric. You walk down the aisle and it's so tight that you just like can't even you can't even like browse it. You can't you have to like step back to really like take in the top and bottom. And then you get yourself an employee in there trying to restock the shelf and two other people trying to also like browse the craft peanut butter with you. And uh, it's a shit show. I love me a wide ass aisle at the grocery store. Space to spawn out. Take your time. It makes the entire experience more relaxing. Whole Foods mm-hmm. delivers on that. Yeah, I love my thick ass grocery stores also. Um, I don't like to share any space with people. Um, and that was even before the Corona, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to like, I have to, I have to like, drag my cart over, like nudge it over for you to like get by. It's like you won't be seeing me at this like grocery store very often. Yeah, like I don't know if you, I heaven forbid, you've never had a step for the grocery section of a Walmart, but that's like the king of wide grocery aisles. Like you could park in like an F three fifty in there. I actually feel like my net worth goes down if I shop there. Like yeah, like by would... the second. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a ticking time bomb yeah, yeah I feel like I'm, no being, one... I'm being sanctioned by like the Ukrainian government <laughs> if I'm in there like I'm just like being cut off my limb, all my limbs are being cut off if I'm in there like I slowly mm. can't breathe oh dude I just hate shopping there so much but but I do want to visit Erewhon though the king of novelty grocery stores mm-hmm. never and they have, they have some pretty tight aisles I won't lie is that what you're thinking of when you say that? Uh, yeah, I think about Air One a lot when I think about uh, tight aisles, <laughs> <laughs> which is a common thought I have. Um, damn, Air One, is, your aisles are so tight. <laughs> damn, they're so tight. Uh, I don't know, man. I think they're like, they got to widen those things, but it's part of the charm, right? It's like no luxury exists without compromise the whole idea is that you make a sacrifice to be kind of kind of cool whether it's monetary or convenience that's true wow you said it dude i don't know what else to say about this topic Um, i don't know man but uh i wanted to ask you a few more questions about bagels if that's okay with you please shoot okay obviously subway does not offer a bagel on the menu big miss Uh, i've had many a bagel from other bagel wielding fast food establishments notably canadian favorite tim hortons uh do you think that there's a bagel opportunity at the way hmm. 
I don't think so, Ty. I don't think bagels are very good for sauces. <laughs> okay, can you, you look into that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Bagels, bagel sandwiches are dumb. Okay, I think bagels are ideal when you have like one or two toppings. Usually, like yes. one spreadable and then one like seasoning. You know what I mean? Like Thank butter, you. like melted butter with some Malden salt. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, yeah. cream cheese with like some everything bagel seasoning on top. Oh. Those two, those are two heavy hitters right there. If oh, I'm adding yeah. like shredded lettuce, half is just going through the hole. Like, are we really going to pretend like a bagel sandwich is like possible? It's not possible. You are, you've articulated what I felt for years, but never been <laughs> able to say. Bagel sandwiches are terrible. What a terrible idea. Yeah, it doesn't it's, make any sense. It's even worse. Okay, so in terms of like bread uh, compatibility for sandwich making, obviously footlong is a like pinnacle of design. Yeah, There's that. standard. There is, you know, the, the square like Wonder Bread shape, like, you know, loaf, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. type of shit. And then there is uh, a croissant sandwich that mm-hmm. is also very good. Really lends itself to, you know, really enveloping your ingredients, just grabbing on on all sides. Oh yeah, uh, I love how it makes my hand it. feel. The croissant oily. sandwich, your hands like really oily after. So sad. I know that's the best. And then when you even add like more butter to it, it's like oh, this yeah. is like this is like sex. What a treat! What a treat! Bottom um, of the barrel though is the bagel. The bagel to the bottom. here's the problem with the bagel eric is that it's that goddamn hole there's all there's all leak in the bagel you know that and like you can you can you can fix this like if you have a sealant type ingredient you may be able to plug the hole and then (laughs) still salvage a sandwich out of this but no one constructs a sandwich that way Mm -hmm. you're right Believe it or not, Ty, we talked about this on the podcast because I I am going through my this is my bagel era. I am consuming many bagels, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I did talk about how like I will always start with like a slice of cheese to just like plug right, the hole right, right. first, um, and then layer on some meats. That'll always you know create a sturdy foundation for any type of mm-hmm. like vegetable or sauce that I want to layer on on top of that. Um, but I think bagels just excel when you, you know, toast it and then slather on some a thick layer of cream cheese and just call it a day. Hell yeah. You're right. We have discussed this in length early in the <laughs> career of Think Fresh podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, apologies for uh, repeating content to the breadheads. It is interesting, though. It is the bagel interesting. Heads. The bagel heads. That. You have to reposition the sauce, not just the toppings. Like the sauce has to be the very middle of the bagel. It's like the, mm-hmm. it's like, like the blood of the bagel wrapped in the meat, wrapped in the muscle, wrapped in the tissue. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, right. it'll squirt, squirt out. Squirt, squirt. And you know what else I want to say about Whole Foods Thai is yeah. like all the healthy shit that we buy there doesn't last as long in the in the pantry. <laughs> Like, if I buy a loaf of bread, that shit's going bad in, like, two days because there's zero preservatives. Like, I don't mm. think anything at Whole Foods is genetically modified enough 
for today's living standards. Like, I'm a millennial. I got an American Express card. I'm 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 dropping that thing at every restaurant. I'm dropping it, mm-hmm. you know, three times a week. I might not be mm-hmm. home for a week straight for dinner because I'm out. You know, I'm eating. I might eat out. I might eat at a friend's house. Boom, boom, boom. If I buy a loaf of bread on Monday and I don't consume it till Wednesday or Thursday, it's that shit's bad already. Same thing with mm-hmm. strawberries. Any kind of fruit. You know what I'm saying? So Ty, how do you manage this? How do you like like keep bread at home? Do you like have a system where after a certain time you like do something with it? You, I don't know, Ty. You just you tell me because I'm I'm lost. <laughs> teach, teach me, father. <laughs> I uh, I completely understand the situation because obviously I'm buying my bread from the Italian bakery up the street and they're not plopping oh, any man. Uh, preservatives in there. It's really there's a sweet spot for GMO. You know, obviously, like some at some point we decided GMO collectively was a bad thing. I don't really mm-hmm. know why, but I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. So I'm, I am aligned with the liberals, but I, <laughs> I mean, like it sure is helpful. Like I don't really know what what the problem is with it. Mm-hmm. I would love it's for someone to explain it to me. It's really nice to have a genetically yeah. modified tomato that doesn't go bad. Yeah, dude, I'm done listening to these cuck ass liberals, Ty. You want to know why? Because they've always, you know fucking been so pissy about gmos and saying how like oh like we can't add these preservatives and then they go ahead and flip-flop and say uh we all have to get vaccinated wow they're you're gmoing yourself exactly ty so what's the hypocrisy exactly (laughs) take a side you fucking loser like the hypocrisy is just crazy and the fact that no one notices it blows my mind crazy that you would vaccinate yourself but not your tomato Exactly. Why, what's so bad about making a tomato, like, you know, last longer in the fridge? I'm not going to fucking mm-hmm. eat it tonight. I don't want to go to the grocery store every single day. Mm-hmm. The tomato the deserves the about... same, the tomato deserves the same, like, opportunity to a happy and healthy life that we do. Exactly. You're exactly right. Liberals want you to go to Whole Foods every day and drive your, like, gas-guzzling vehicle there every single day. That's what they want. You you don't think they no liberals drive Priuses, dummy. Yeah, they want you to like, but Priuses use gas. They want you to drive it every day. You know what I'm saying? My philosophy is shop at Safeway, <laughs> make shit, buy shit that lasts a long time, and then stock up, and then you don't have to be like seen. You don't have to be even seen at Safeway that often. Yeah, because you only go once, like bi monthly. <laughs> uh, exactly. That that's probably the solution here, because like, I think smaller loaves of bread are one solution here, Eric. And mm-hmm. I've been really enjoying this like new bread, bread selling, uh, trick. I guess you could call it from the grocery big grocery. It's the mm-hmm. half loaf. Have you dabbled with the half loaf yet? Oh man, I don't really visit artisanal bakeries. I haven't seen this at my local Whole Foods. So do you want to tell me what it is? Yeah, yeah. It's basically I mean, I can guess. it's like a six inch worth of, of bread. <laughs> mm. Well, I haven't seen that, but I have seen yesterday's bread, um, which mm-hmm. goes for a fraction of the cost. And mm-hmm. it's usually a good way to get into the um, freshly baked market. <laughs> yeah. I did I did cop some day olds yesterday. Uh I popped them in the fr- fridge, but I was actually thinking of like 
relocating my day olds to the freezer until consumption time. You sacrifice a little bit on the bread integrity by mm-hmm. defrosting, but then you at least get to eat the entire loaf before uh, mold moves in. Yeah, the mold be moving in. The mold be gentrifying your freezer time. Maybe the solution here, maybe the long-term strategy for bread management at home is to take a similar approach to the uh, bread masters. The people that make bread are, like Subway is a bakery at the end of the day. They make bread all day, Mm -hmm. every day. What they have done is they've got like the pre-made bread that then like they retard, expand, and then consume. So you're getting fresh. Oh, like, not make me laugh, bro. I don't know why. <laughs> no. uh, every single sandwich that you eat at Subway was freshly baked within like two hours of your arrival. That's crazy to me. Why can't I enjoy that same luxury at home? That's true. I guess it's uh, supply and demand. They're able to bake a lot of bread because people are going to buy all that bread. But like how many slices of bread are you going to eat per day at home? You know what I mean? Like, I'm never eating a whole loaf at home. Like, when you go to Subway, you're eating a loaf of bread. (laughs) But think of it this way. Like, you don't need to make it a whole loaf. You can do, like, a quarter loaf or a half loaf. Like, whatever the, like, pre-shrunken version of that is, sell me that at Whole Foods. And then I will bake on demand at home as needed for every meal. Like, what it takes, like, what, like, 20 minutes to bake a loaf? I have no clue. I'm Mm -hmm. assuming it's, like, 20 minutes. So... If I could like bake a quarter loaf of bread every couple days, I would always have fresh bread available to me. Mm-hmm. And I like that acronym: bought bought a ham, bake on demand at home as needed. Wow, bought a ham, dude! We need to bought a ham Whole Foods right now. Like, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, like, so like, you know, like the the like push and pull strategies of like manufacturing where like you could either like push product to market or as demand becomes available like pull material and then manufacture you understand those mm-hmm. two differences in uh philosophies yeah i'm familiar mm-hmm. with push and pee push and pee yeah uh that's how we should think about bread moving forward right now it's kind of a pu- push methodology where we receive rations of bread like weekly and mm-hmm. we just have to like if we eat it too fast we just have to wait till the next grocery store trip if we eat it too slow, it goes bad and we get more. But a pull style strategy would be more beneficial where as demand is created for bread, we then generate more bread. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think Ty, you're pulling on my nuts right now because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm jacking off your brain right now. Come on. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm pushing pause on this conversation. Oh, man. I really... I. I'm bummed that you aren't following because I genuinely <laughs> think I've tapped into something innovative here. And I think after this call, I'm calling Safeway here. I'm hopping on the pod with Safeway next. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna get them to take this idea to market. I'm calling Bezos. Yeah, I think there's a you know, there's room at Bezos marketplace for this kind of uh, this kind of production. But why is it that uh how is it possible, Ty, that Bezos owns Whole Foods? How is that possible for, for one? Because, like, Whole Foods seems like the opposite of, like, what Amazon's all about. Amazon yeah, is all about, like, like getting, like, cheap shit quickly. 
<laughs> where Whole Foods is like, I'm overpaying and I can't find the thing I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it almost like, I, I was in like a Whole Foods last weekend. I was thinking about this as I walked around. I was like thinking like, damn, did Bezos just buy this to troll everybody? Like, I, it feels like a big prank. Yeah, I mean, I can totally see it. Like, him going to the moon is a, kind of a prank. Yeah. I, I feel like he's just messing with us at this point. Like, he only bought it because he's like, I know we make cheap shit over at Amazon. I'm going to ruin I'm gonna ruin Whole Foods for you. <laughs> wow. for you. For you losers that don't like Amazon, I'm going to ruin everything you love. Wow. So either way, you're you're putting money into my, you know, big fat Amiri pockets. Yeah. Yeah, you know Bezos got the Wranglers on. Oh yeah, he's, he's, not, got, he's the got the Wranglers designer jeans. He's got the Wranglers matched with the Lululemon like top, like the sweat wicking yeah. Lululemon top. Yeah, I, well, I guarantee you, Bezos is a like a serial sweater. He's oh, just absolutely. got that kind of energy. Like the dude that just breaks out is on like in seventy two in a normal room. <laughs> no activity. Absolutely, heart rate resting heart rate at one eighty. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, why is it that uh, Bezos and Chip Wilson look the same? Do they? That? The uh, mm-hmm. CEO or, of Lululemon, founder and CEO uh, of Lululemon? Yes, the CEO, big CEO energy, uh, Chip Wilson. Don't they mm-hmm. both have a nice, bald, shiny head, Amber Rose style? Uh, yeah, that, now I'm I'm remembering. Yes, they both got a chrome dome and probably some chrome hearts on their on their wrist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like you said, I got I got that chrome on me, and he wasn't talking about chrome hearts. Mm-hmm. He was talking about his male pattern baldness. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh wow. Well, just like that, Ty. I think it's time to bring this podcast to an end. Uh, yeah. Heads that. Balding is a choice mm-hmm. in 2022, um, and so is toasting your bread, but not really. Mm-hmm. And thank you for following uh, two males who are not balding. We may be the first CEOs in existence with a full head of air of Think Fresh LLC. Mm-hmm. Between you know the two co-CEOs here, um, we got two full heads of hair, mm-hmm. and um, you know. That's some strong masculine, uh, toxic masculinity happening here on this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, we're a hairy bunch. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been fun recording, you know, with you on this uh, testosterone cast. Um, and I think it's time to uh, end it. Yeah, sounds Until good, Eric. Time, uh, thank you for linking the building with me. Thank you to the breadheads for listening, as always. Have an excellent weekend. Ciao. Ciao.